Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future Part 2, one uh, computer-generated minute at a time. I'm Nick Menez in the news. I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Ali Coluccio. Welcome back, Ali. Howdy. Yeah, today we are going back to minute 27, which begins with uh, Doc giving Marty a uh, lesson in theoretical physics and <laughs> and ends with um, the world's most realistic uh, special effect driving through a street. <laughs> um, that car is so bad. <laughs> that car is amazing. It, yeah. I mean, it, it's a model. It's not. It's not. A, it's not computer generated. It's a model. Really? Um, is it? It looked like somebody like animated it, over the cells of it, the movie. It looked like Roger Rabbit. To yes, be honest, it did. <laughs> it looked like it looked like a cartoon car mm-hmm. got up and drove, and it got up and flew oh, away. Maybe you're right. Maybe that is. I think it's. You're, I think that's animated. It looks like. It's like uh, it's like flat two D animation. It honestly yeah. kind of looks like the talking uh, cab. It, it, yeah, the talking cab. The talking cab. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's totally what it looks like. <laughs> wow. Huh. Hey, Roger. <laughs> How about them Brooklyn Dodgers? Oh, man. Wow. That's crazy. Huh. Yeah, I guess, I guess it's some sort of rotoscoping technique or something. Oh, I love rotoscope. Yeah. Did you guys ever see those old animated um, adaptations of Lord of the Rings? Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Those were amazing. Grew up on those. It was so... I, 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 loved, I was watching... There's this uh, computer... I mean, sorry. There's this animated program called uh, Over the Garden Wall. Have you guys seen that? I need to. I keep hearing really good things about it. It's really yeah, good, but I there's really like there's like one care there's like an episode where they're at a tavern and there's one character who has like a 10 second song and just his little sequence is animated in rotoscope. Oh my gosh. It's and it's like a, deal. And it's just like a fun little weird like remember this and they're like oh my god, I do. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's interesting. I wonder if the decision to do uh, a rotoscope, like hand-drawn animation version of this car, I wonder if it had something to do with, you know, because, uh, you know, like, um, I forget which person, is it the is it the Rancor or is it Luke that has the box around him? It's the Rancor, right? I think, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I wonder if... Because it was not at night, the normal process of models didn't work correctly. That could be it. Because it's daylight. And so they were like, well, let's just do what we did in Roger Rabbit and it'll be for this one shot. And, you know, no one will notice. They'll be too (laughs) amazed by the flying car. Flying car. (laughs) But I will say in the – in the frame that ends this minute, yes, the 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 car looks better. I think, <laughs> yeah, at night because I think it's back to being a model. Yeah, but one thing that I noticed is that it's got its headlights on, and if you look right in front of the the right in front of the car, the headlights abruptly end, like on a flat edge, because mm-hmm. <laughs> the box that it's in like ends there. 
Um, and and it, because it's a sp- it ends on like a split second, <laughs> it, it's a little awkward. Um, yeah, I I like the design of the cop car though. Yeah, I, I like how round it is. Mm-hmm. I love it. I like how the tires like kind of stick out of the sides. Yeah, and they have uh, they have lights around the the hover wheels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, it's cool. It's cool looking. Yeah. I wish more things. I feel like now, <clears throat> you know, whenever you look at like design in like blockbuster movies, be it like tech design or creature design, I feel like we're in a very like jagged place where everything has to have like spikes and like edges and. Mm. I, I, I miss when I, I I like how this car is like round and smooth. Yeah, yeah, it's very it's. I kind of I get what you're saying. Look at that aesthetic where everything's like rounder and softer, and there's like a lot of like white clean lines, yeah. like mm-hmm. Baymax. Yeah, like Baymax. Yeah, or I feel like, like we my, got my away from that MacBook. at some point. Yeah, because uh, what. Because there was a time like around like th- there is there's th- like because there's two happy versions of the future that I can really think of, and it's Back to the Future Two, and it's the Jetsons, and in both of right. those cases everything was kind of like rounded off and you know friendly like, and colorful right <clears throat> and then and then we had the blade runner stuff happen and so we got like blade runner and alien and everything was like dirty and wet yeah and pointy yeah. and yeah just it a different vision of the future chinese and, subtitles kind of like non-discriminately everywhere <laughs> right um but then we then we started getting into this weird amalgamation of the two where the future started looking like this combo of these two different versions like minority report feels like a combination of the two and uh do you you guys remember yeah ai do you guys remember that lost in space movie oh yeah with with joey tribbiani as like yeah yeah (laughs) yeah i forgot about that yeah where he he tried his hand at being an action star okay so it's funny that you bring up lost in space because it actually is not the first time I've thought about Lost in Space um, while we were recording the show. Um, oh, really? Wow. So, so, quote, last week when we were talking to Preethi, um, yeah. I, I, I mentioned how I when I was I, I really love it in movies when there's like a montage of like a ceremony or like steps towards the thing. I was talking to the part where um, Biff or, you know, Griff and his cronies bring out like the 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 special board and like they all have to gather around and like they click in like the the links and i was like oh that's so cool i love it when like stuff has steps and mm-hmm. as a kid because i was like six when that movie came out i thought <clears throat> the scene where joey tribbiani like turned on his gun and like put together his special gun and then his like <laughs> armor came out of him and formed like a helmet i thought that oh, was yeah. the sickest shit when i was a kid i was like that is the coolest thing i've ever seen oh man i remember that there was that was a trailer moment oh yeah yeah i remember that man what a movie gary oldman is like a giant spider man (laughs) oh that's right (laughs) oh that was a weird third act thing i don't Um, know there's a scene where william hurt um as the protagonist i guess 
Um, yeah. yeah, he was like the dad, right? Yeah, yeah. he was the dad. He he kisses his his wife, and it's like supposed to be like a cathartic, like oh they're gonna make it work moment. And he yeah. like kisses her, and then he looks at her and like like you know romantically, and he says, "I love you, wife." Yeah. Actually, I got it backwards. I think he holds her and says, I love you, wife, and then kisses her. And then that's the cathartic moment. <laughs> but his wow. line is, I love you, comma, wife. <laughs> oh, boy. Like he's a, like he's like he's like a paw, like the head of the family, like going the like, like California way in like 1828. Oh, man. Anyway, great movie great, great movie. movie 1998 guys it was a good it was a good good year for movies <clears throat> oh man uh so okay so going back to the alley doc is explaining to marty what could happen if <laughs> yeah jennifer were to meet herself uh her future self he said there's one of two over dramatic here <laughs> Throwing that out there. Yeah. <laughs> First off, he starts with the best case scenario, which is that they both pass out from shock. Sure. Well, you um, know those ladies and the vapors. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or the other, the other thing is a time paradox that could result <laughs> in the destruction of the entire universe. Or just the galaxy. He's not totally sure. <laughs> um, sure. I don't. I don't. That is extreme. You know, in Looper, they were allowed to be in the same room. Yeah, I feel like that's not terrible time travel. Yeah, thing. etiquette. Yeah, I just I can't imagine. Billy what was do the, it. What was the? It was in Doctor Who, right? Where they had the Sonic's the same Sonic screwdriver, and it like when they tried to touch them together, they like <laughs> freaked out because they were yeah, the they were they're like, let's make them touch, let's all take out, <laughs> and now yeah. let's make the Sonic screwdrivers kiss. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. I just remember the Sonic screwdrivers like freaking out because they were occupying the same space and time. <laughs> like, oh shit! No, I don't stop. Like. Yeah, yeah, stop this. Uh, and so I kind of imagine it being like that, but on like a universal scale. I just, in my heart, I always just, I, I, I really think the universe can handle it. I think so, too. I think so, too. It'd be like, ah, no, stop. And then like every, fix it. Every other, I mean, I get like if they like are in too close contact, maybe something weird happens. But I'm pretty sure every time you seem time travel in everything. Mm-hmm. There's like you meet up with yourself from like yeah they do it in Bill yeah. and Ted they they have like the whole thing in Harry Potter where they use time travel and they're like trying to avoid themselves totally yeah. but like you know no that fictional universes haven't blown up because of it yet right God that would be great wouldn't it like I just I want to make the YouTube video of the scene where Jennifer sees Jennifer and then. Since they both scream, I'm young, I'm old, and then I you just cut to the universe blowing up. <laughs> just every like every a montage then, of different alien civilizations 
like being wiped just, out in an and instant. then it just cuts directly to credits with the power of love playing <laughs> it's like it's like that scene in force awakens where they fire star killer base up just yeah. Like yeah different yeah. worlds going <laughs> jennifer has met jennifer no <laughs> i feel like the more traumatic thing for at least for younger jennifer yeah is she has no idea she's in the future <laughs> yeah. right yeah. well no no she she knew she found out they let car. her know that much before making her unconscious for the rest of the movie yeah because she she freaks out uh when she finds out she's in the future she's like oh my god we're gonna see our wedding i'm gonna see my wedding dress and then doc is like okay go to sleep <laughs> i'm you're, you're you're ruining me and marty time yeah. <laughs> um you know what? Yeah. It's a very it's a very like um Sherlock Holmes Mary Watson kind of move, you know? Oh yeah, a little bit. It's like mm. get rid of the girl as soon as as like freaking possible. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh it's it's annoying. Jennifer has a lot more to do in the uh, 67 draft. Okay, you know what I'm you know what I'm imagining though right now? Hmm. Okay, so in this world, okay, so the cartoon car drives off, right? We have <laughs> We have we have Reese and Foley, two like early thirties, late twenties cops that are who are partners, and they're like, you know, and, you, and they're in the city, they're in Hill Valley, and they're oh, like, gross. Jennifer wakes up, and now they have this like teenage girl in the back of their car who's like, I'm from the future, I'm from the past. That's a movie. Like a buddy cop movie, but like it's like Lethal Weapon three, but like the Joe Pesci is Jennifer. <laughs> I would love that. Oh, I would love that, especially uh, after like when we get to minute twenty eight and twenty nine this week. It's just it's all Jennifer, and it's gold. Yeah, because it's Elizabeth Shue. Like yeah. she's delightful. She's it's pretty the great. Best. It's pretty she's great. Babysitter in all of Chicago. <laughs> it's true. Um. So we haven't so, talked about the greatest shot of this entire film. Okay. Um, we talked about the car. <laughs> we did talk about the car. Um, the second greatest shot in the entire movie is uh, when Marty and Doc exit stage left even. And <laughs> from the shadows <laughs> appears Biff behind yeah. the door. It, 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 it's, like, I, it's like Emperor Palpatine level. Like... <laughs> It's like Thomas Wilson is just so amazing in like these few moments. Geriatric Biff's makeup that they that they <laughs> did for Thomas Wilson—he looks great. Like yeah. I really think it looks really good. Like even in that close-up, I'm just like, no, really it does look good. It. it looks amazing in that close-up. Like you can really see like the character shine through, like the makeup. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's really it's good. really good. It's really good. Um. I will say, uh, so so. There's that moment where Doc looks up at the at the Skyway sign and says, "Ah, oh, the Skyway's dr- jammed. There's there's traffic." But but Goldie Wilson the third, who invented uh, hover conversion, said <laughs> that in, the, in that we don't have to worry about traffic in 2015 because all the cars fly. You want to know Apparently, the oldest? You want to know the oldest lie in America, Scott? <laughs> <laughs> I 
in the you future. Can go anywhere without traffic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a the first episode of Sleepy Hollow. There's an establishing shot of the Tappan Zee Bridge, and it's like traffic is just flying back and forth over it. Now, keep in mind, this is a show where fictional Ichabod Crane <laughs> time travels from 1776 to modern day. And that was the only time in the entire series I said, that shot is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> There's always traffic everywhere. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, you know, that, that, that show weirdly didn't get canceled the other day. Oh, that's right. It yeah, didn't. It didn't. Well, like, I think everything CBS got canceled. Canceling. CBS and ABC. Well, ABC was doing all of the canceling. Yeah. Fox canceled a bunch of its sitcoms, though. Did it? But they yeah. did not cancel the Carmichael show, which made me happy. Did that they, was NBC. Brooklyn oh, okay. Nine Nine is safe, right? Yeah, Brooklyn Nine Nine and New Girl are like their only sh- sitcoms they didn't cancel. They canceled the Grinder, which I thought was doing yeah. really good. Oh. Right. Ooh. And uh, yeah. Um. So, again, Doc is just willy-nilly just saying Time Machine out loud in public. He's 100% responsible for letting Biff know about all of this. <laughs> and then just leaving a gift of an almanac in the trash. I like oh, how he wouldn't man. even make Marty return it. He's like, I'm throwing this away. Yeah, I'm throwing this away. Teach you a lesson. <laughs> but what's funny is it's not like it was Marty's money. It was probably Doc's money that he spent yeah. on. Oh yeah, he gave him like a hundred. How, how much money did he give him? Fifty. Fifty. Here's a fifty. Fifty to go buy a Pepsi. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Um also, what's in the trash? What are those? Wires and cables? Sony guts. Yeah. Sony guts. <laughs> it's a bunch of wires and cables in the trash. Um, also, also, I love that this is, a, you know, the far future of last year and all of these futuristic things are all over the place. But then Biff comes out of a screen door, <laughs> <laughs> which is about the least futuristic thing pos- I could possibly imagine. I kind of like that they're in like a bad neighborhood or like a bad. I was like- going to say the whole alley looks. Kind of not at all futuristic. Like there's wood yeah. and bricks everywhere. Yeah. Well, except for all of those, uh, all it those like bundled cubes of laser discs. <laughs> sure. <laughs> all those, all those copies of Death Becomes Her that never. Oh, he made that after this. That's true. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then uh, as the as the cop car arrives in Hilldale, you can see <clears> more. Uh, more trash cubes. More trash um, and graffiti. It doesn't – alone in this shot, it doesn't look like Hill, Hilldale or Hill Valley is in very good shape. Hilldale. Um, well, you know, but Hilldale, you know, parentheses. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, the, but the, the trash cubes uh, right next to another uh, uh, fusion dumpster. I wish we had trash cubes. Yeah. It's pretty great. We realized, uh, Allie, in the in the uh, I think the second week of the show, um, mm-hmm. in the alley, we saw all the cubes with the laser disc, and we couldn't figure out what they were. And then we saw a big dumpster-looking thing that had the Mister Fusion logo on it, and we realized that the whole place is run on trash. So you you throw the trash into the mm-hmm. dumpster, 
And it runs the buildings. And it runs the buildings. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah, and they never talk about it in the movie. It's just like a background. Yeah, like it, it, it's like it, it's, it's, the world. it's the same. It's like the same thought process behind, you know, Doc digging through the trash to power his car, yeah, power but it's a building. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So. Or a Jaeger. Did, did Doc Brown go to the future, pick up a little baby Mr. Fusion to power the DeLorean? Right. Yeah. Ooh. So I, I, I thought he was super smart and made it himself, but now which I is he, meddling. Yeah. I think he just stole technology from the future. Yeah, yeah totally. And just stuck it on the back of his DeLorean <laughs> and made it fly. And <laughs> made it fly. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, oh so wait, only- wait. Okay. Wait. 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 I, I. I have a question. Okay. Yeah. So Doc thinks that the mission is done, <clears throat> or not anymore. Yeah. But, well, not anymore, but he did, yeah. Yeah, for a, there, was a, there was a really beautiful couple minutes where he was like, hey, nap! Yeah. <laughs> so, what was his plan? Because he goes back to 1985. The DeLorean is still, like, jacked up and capable of flight now. Well, I think he was, he was going to drop Marty and Jennifer off and then go back and start and travel through time some more. Oh, and do that thing that he was wanting to do. Yeah, the do the thing that he was doing yeah. before he went to 2015 and saw that Marty was Marty Marty Junior was all screwed up. Like the doc equivalent of wanting to like take the yacht out and like go to like Venice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So okay. So uh, in the paradox draft, the only difference uh, to this section is that there's an extra beat after Biff says, "So Doc Brown invented a time machine." And then he spots a taxi, says taxi, and then says, follow that DeLorean. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so that's the only difference in, uh, in that draft. But in the 1967 draft, uh, and I'll, I'll, re- I'll say this because it was like two weeks ago, the last time we talked about Doc in the 67 draft. <clears throat> so if you remember, Doc went back to his 2015 garage. Mm-hmm. With all of the futuristic – with all of his futuristic experiments that he's been doing in the future since he's been there. And he got a aroma amplifier and okay. attached it to Einstein and gave him Marty's jacket so that he could find Marty. <laughs> oh, so yeah. Now, it was like, you're, it was like you're, you're part bloodhound. Right. Right. He he, he told so then, he told Einstein, Einstein, you're half bloodhound. You're the favorite of all of my of my familiars. Go now, find the boy. Like he has like yeah. a whole scene where he's just talking to Einstein. Yeah. So now Doc is in a flying van, not a DeLorean. Okay. Mm. He's in a flying van and lands in an alley and I, and the aroma amplifier strapped to Einstein's head and Doc aims the funnel out the window and says, okay, Einie, find the trail, find Marty. And Einstein barks and Doc starts piling the van along the trail that Einstein is picking up. Dude, he's trusting his dog to tell him where to drive. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty amazing. I think the best thing about how often Doc entrusts 
really important kind of historic moments to Einstein is Einstein is like you look at him and he's like the opposite of the kind of dog that you would trust like important tasks to. Mm -hmm. Like he's not like a like, you know, a, a, a very like stern or like he's yeah, just like a weird, big, shaggy mutt thing. Mm hmm. I love it. He, he looks like a Muppet. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he, he looks like a Muppet of the dog from Labyrinth. Yeah. <laughs> or the dog in Fraggle Rock. Or Sprocket from Fraggle yeah, Rock. Yeah. Um and then uh and then uh, and then Jennifer arrives at the uh townhouse uh conscious because uh if you remember she discovered the uh the train, the magnet train mm. uh to Hilldale uh and and found her house. So she's she's just arrived at their house without the the help of the police and she is not unconscious she's doing this uh on her own well that's good yeah nice. <laughs> this, is, this is good i'm glad that she's conscious yeah <laughs> yeah um so uh yeah so that's it's like, uh imagine if there was like a sequel to neighbors and then like the first shot is like rosemary being like goodbye i'm going to australia for the whole movie and she's just like gone like, <laughs> Like imagine what a bummer that would be. Yeah, it would be a bummer. It is a bummer in this. Yeah. Sorry, I just like I know I know I'm bringing it up for like a while, but yeah. Well, I mean, we're about to get like two solid minutes of Jennifer, so that's good. Yeah. Ooh, two whole minutes. Yeah, two two <laughs> whole minutes. Well, for us, I mean, that's a lot. So <laughs> it's two whole days. Um, <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, uh, I don't. I don't have any other notes for this movie. You guys have anything else? No. Uh, yeah. No. Well, if you want to uh, check out our website at goolinggenre.com, email us at contact at backtothefutureminute.com. Tweet us at bttf minute. We always love hearing from you guys on the Twitter, uh, also the Tumblr at bttfminute.tumblr.com. Uh, Allie, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on the Twitters and Tumblr as Wonder Alley, A L I. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Nice. Occasionally, I write some things for Panels dot net. Nice. And uh, we can uh, you can like us on Facebook, leave us a review on iTunes, and check out our other podcast, The Doctor's Companion, which was uh, the one where we talk about Doctor Who Geek by Night, which is our uh, original audio comedy drama series that we're very proud of uh we got the first five stories available now we're coming back in june we're very excited about that and uh, you can support us to any uh length and extent to which you're comfortable with at doinggenre.com <laughs> slash support we would love you know a one dollar donation a five dollar whatever you can spare it really helps us out and um you know the more money that we raise the more cool stuff we'll be able to do for you guys, the listener. Mm -hmm. And as always, uh, tune into our other Minute podcasts where uh, Star Wars Minute, Indiana Jones Minute, Jaws Minute, and uh, Star Trek 2 colon The Wrath of Khan Minute. Yeah. Ooh. Lots yeah. of Minute things going on. Yep. Uh, so we'll be back tomorrow with Minute 28. Bye. Bye. Bye.